0: Chapter Six of the Memoirs of Chateaubriand, 1768 to 1800, Part Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole Lee. Memoirs of Chateaubriand, 1768 to 1800, Part Two by Francois Rene de Chateaubriand. Chapter Six. Paris, October 1821. The States of Brittany in 1789 insurrection. Saint Rivel, my fellow student, is killed. Madame de and Madame de Farcy, who had come with me into Brittany, wished to go back to Paris, but I was detained by the disturbances in the province. The states were summoned for the end of December, seventeen eighty eight. The Commune of Rennes, and after its example, the other communes of Brittany had passed a resolution forbidding their deputies to enter on the discussion of any other question before that of the hearth tax should be finally settled. The Comte de Boisellin, president of the order of noblesse, hastened to Rennes the gentlemen were convoked by private letters and these included also those who like myself were yet too young to have a vote as we might be attacked we were obliged to take account of numbers as well of votes so we went to our post there were several meetings held at the house of m de boisjanin before the opening of the states the scenes of confusion which i had already witnessed were renewed the chevalier de Guerre, the marquis de Tremagat, and my uncle the count de bedet who was called artichoke bedet because of his round figure to distinguish him from another of the same name who was named asparagus Bede, on account of his being tall and slender broke several chairs by climbing on them in order to harangue the marquis de Tremagat, an officer with a wooden leg created many enemies to his class one day they were talking about establishing a military school where the sons of the less wealthy noblesse might be educated and a member of the thiers having cried out and where shall our sons go then to the hospital replied tremalga an expression which was caught up by the crowd and soon bore fruit during these meetings i became aware of a tendency in my character which has since been developed both in politics and in the service the warmer my colleague or comrades grow the cooler i grow i can see a tribune set on fire or a cannon discharged with indifference i have never either cheered or fired a salute the result of our deliberations was that the general state of affairs should be first considered and the question of the hearth tax not be brought forward until after the settlement of the other points a resolution directly opposed to that of the thiers the landowners had no great confidence in the clergy who often deserted them particularly when they had for their president the bishop of rennes a crafty circumspect man who spoke with a measured slowness not ungraceful and attended carefully to the state of things at court the sentinelle du peuple a journal conducted at rennes by a scribbler from paris increased the ill will so generally felt the sittings of the states took place in the convent of the jacobins in the square of the palace in such a mood as i have described we entered the hall of the assembly and had scarcely arrived there when we were besieged by the mob the twenty-fifth twenty-sixth twenty-seventh and twenty-eighth of january seventeen eighty nine were unfortunate days the comte de Thial had but few troops a leader without either vigour or decision of character he moved about but did nothing the law-school at rennes at the head of which was moreau had sent for the young men of nantes they arrived to the number of four hundred and notwithstanding the entreaties of their commanding officer they rushed into the town Meetings were held at Montmorin and in the cafés, and as their opinions were quite opposed, they came to bloody collisions. Tired of being blocked up in our hall, we came to the determination of sallying out sword in hand, and it was a very animated scene. At a signal from our president, we drew our swords all at once, crying out, Vive la Bretagne! And like a garrison rendered desperate, we made a furious sortie in order to bear down our besiegers. The mob received us with yells, shards or stones, blows from loaded sticks, and pistol shots we made a gap in the waving mass which again closed around us several gentlemen were wounded dragged about their clothes torn and covered with bruises and contusions at length after considerable difficulty we all regained our lodgings several duels took place afterwards between some of our party and the law students and their friends from nantes one of these duels was fought publicly in the place royale the honour of victory remained with an old officer of marine named coralia who fought with such vigour as to obtain the applause of his young adversaries another riot took place the comte de montboucher saw amongst the crowd a student named ulysse to whom he said monsieur this concerns us a circle was formed round them montboucher knocked the sword out of the student's hand and then gave it back to him they embraced each other and the crowd dispersed at all events the breton noblesse did not submit dishonourably they refused to meet deputies to the states because they had not been summoned according to the fundamental laws of the constitution of brittany they went in great numbers to join the army of the princes, and were decimated in the army of Condé, or with Charette in the Vendéan wars. Would it have made any difference in the majorities of the National Assembly, if they had formed part of it? That is hardly probable. In great social transformations, individual resistance, though it may be honourable to those who offer it, has little effect against the force of circumstances. However, it is impossible to say what might have happened had a man possessing the talents of Mirabeau, but of opposite opinions, been found amongst the ranks of the noblesse of brittany young boichu and saint-rouvel my fellow students had been killed before these duels on their way to the hall of the noblesse the former was vainly defended by his father who acted as his second reader i ask thee to pause look at the first drops of blood shed by the revolution it was ordained that they should flow from the veins of a companion of my childhood suppose that i had fallen instead of saint-rouvel what was said of this first victim in the great sacrifice might have been said of me, merely changing the name. A gentleman named Chateaubriand was killed on his way to the Hall of the States. These few words would have taken the place of my long history. Would Saint Rival have played my part in the world? Was he destined to noise or to silence? Pass on, however, reader. Cross over the river of blood which separates for ever the old world which thou leavest from the new world, at the entrance to which thou shalt die. End of chapter six.